0: What's your risk number? Find your True North. On the Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners podcast, you'll find financial tips, insights, and information to help you plan for your future. True North Wealth Partners has locations in Dublin and Wooster, Ohio, while serving clients nationwide. Dedicated to God, country, clients, and family. To learn more about the Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners podcast, visit MyTrueNorthWP.com. That's MyTrueNorthWP.com. True North Wealth Partners. Welcome home.
1: Experience the joy of watching your friends and family's faces light up when you feed them wild game you harvested and made them delicious sausages. Or meet you barbecue and grill with the finest seasonings available. Visit our friends at Waltons.com to find everything you need to turn wild game into tasty meat snacks. Or spice up your barbecue with new flavors and seasonings. With over 500 seasonings to choose from, there's something that everyone will love. They even have step-by-step videos and how-to articles at beaches 6 to help you go from animal to edible. Use coupon at RANGERS15 at checkout to save 15% on your first order at waltons.com. Waltons, everything but the meat. The
0: Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. If you want the inside scoop,
1: listen to the Ranger.
0: This is the ranger report podcast news insights predictions interviews and information about the texas rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues and now here are your hosts Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Ranger Report Podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on the Twitter twit at BDieter75. I like
1: that Ben Twitter twit. I like that a lot. Uh, I am C.J. Berryman. You can find me at C.J.B. underscore RR on as what Ben dubs the Tweet Twit. The tweety Twit.
0: Okay, now. You know, um, not only because we haven't been on air for a week and last week it was me and Kane McCutcheon. And that was a great show if you hadn't listened to it yet. But something happened in Rangers land today, CJ, that you and I weren't. It wasn't shocking, but I didn't see it coming at this point of the season.
1: No, I thought they'd at least give Chris Woodward, who was, yeah, if you haven't heard, uh, was let go today by the Texas Rangers and i just totally expected it to him to get next season because if you uh, we'll get into this a little bit later but you know he i don't know they signed him to an extension in the off season yep and some they must not have liked something that they were seeing obviously they wanted to be probably closer to 500 which i think we all expected him to kind of I mean, I, I I said hope for seventy five wins, and I'm sticking with it, which yeah. they, that actually looks like where we're headed. But um, I didn't think that seventy five wins around seventy five wins. So you got seventy three, seventy four, seventy six, seventy seven, whatever. I don't think that would have been too disappointing or too. I mean, to a lot of people, it's very disappointing because of how much they spent this off season. But again, with the the off season spending spree of this past. Uh, free agent period was not sincerely meant for this season. It was uh, putting building blocks in place for 2023 and beyond, which uh, I'm pretty happy with what they've done so far. Yeah. It's a lot of money over, you know, quarterback, half a billion dollars, but I just, I, I I just don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure why the decision now. And I was actually, for whatever for what it's worth this morning thinking, maybe Ben and I should uh should talk Wednesday or who or if we don't have a guest, which I, we're looking probably gonna have some guests on for you this week. We uh yeah. we had to postpone last week on a couple of them, but a few of them, well two of them. Three of yeah, them. Three of them. We have three of them, yeah. <laughs> so um and that's our fault, not not theirs. Yeah. I, I had a wedding this weekend and um had a guest a special special guest he's been on with us one time before uh scheduled for saturday and i forgot uh, it i scheduled him like a week ago a week prior and i forgot my cousin's getting married so I had to reschedule that so um but yeah if we don't have any guests which we likely won't or likely will we likely will yeah we likely will i just i was thinking this morning Maybe we should talk about, you know, the lineup. Maybe Whittle needs to change something. Why he stuck with Seager and Simeon hitting one, two? Why not having two? You know, we could have. Yeah. And boom, all of a sudden. He's gone. Gone. So Well, his record as a Texas Ranger manager was
0: 211 and 287. But here's the deal. I mean, and I heard it described several ways, you know, that we're all good, you know, to, to say, you know, he was given a really bad team.
1: Oh, he's given a terrible team, An and, aging terrible team. And he
0: was improving each – I mean, last year was the bottom. He's definitely improved this year from last year. The team is definitely better this year than they were last year. I mean, Woody is, seems like a player's manager. They all seem to like him. They all seem to get along with him. But I think it was – I don't think – Chris Young. First of all, he wasn't Chris Young's hire. Chris Young wasn't here when when Woody got hired. And I don't think from what I've been reading this afternoon and evening, you know, once I got off out of my stupid job that got in the way. (laughs) But once I got out of that, I've been reading and it seems like they were unhappy With the development of some of the younger players, they didn't think that he was doing a good job developing those younger players, like the Josh Smiths and the Ezekiel Durans. They didn't think he was doing a good job developing them. And so they
1: wanted to move on that. That's kind of the excuse that I'm hearing. I, and I could totally see that, especially with some of the guys that got a lot of playing time last year, such as Nick Solak. uh, Yeah. Layouty having his struggles last year. Uh, may, I mean, I don't know. Andy Abanez really has disappointed this year. So I had him as the surprise of last year. I think you, you and I both did. Yeah, but he's just hitting two eighteen this year. Josh Smith has, has has fallen back down to hitting two twenty five, and I, and those Garcia. I mean, maybe they're expecting more out of that. Uh, I, I I I mean, I can I can totally see that because when you when you bring in. Veterans like Marcus Simeon and Nathaniel Lowe, or Nathaniel Lowe's already there, which he's doing just, um, we'll talk about him here in a little bit, but I, I could see that being a reason. Yeah. Um, Ezekiel Duran's not doing bad uh, at the plate, 257. Uh, Laodie's up back up to, or he's down to 290, I should say, from he was tearing it up yeah. a couple, week, week or two ago for two weeks, about. Uh so I just Yeah, I mean I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue that.
0: No, and and I, I mean I'm not saying I'm not saying that he is you know, I'm not I wasn't a Woody Apologist. I wasn't thinking that he's the best, you know, manager the Rangers have ever had, and you know, but I also was thinking he would get a little more time. But mm-hmm. maybe there was just something they saw or something that, you know, other other coaches or scouts said that he was doing that was, you know, hurting the development of these guys. I don't know. But I mean, as outsiders, you know, you and I aren't there. We aren't talking to guys every day. I didn't see that, but maybe Um, there was something that a professional scout saw, you know, that
1: he did not like the only, my only gripe really for him from my perspective is that he was too into the analytics. Yeah. And I think that, 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 it seemed like every decision he made was ba- was on an analytics basis and not a baseball field yeah. basis. So that's my gripe. Uh, I might be wrong, but uh, that's kind of what he'll seem to be his, when he was asked after games, why, you know, why this decision, why that decision? And it seemed like every time it was an analytical answer. Yeah. Uh, the analytics pointed to such and such. And, and yeah. go ahead. If, if, if analytics are going to be the deciding factor as a manager, then just run it by computer. Yeah. So that's
0: well, and unfortunately for him, he'll just be remembered as the manager of probably one of the worst eras in Ranger baseball history.
1: And it's not necessarily all his fault at
0: all. No, I I mean, I don't think much of it is his fault, but obviously, I mean, obviously I didn't, I, I, you and I had talked about this off the air. We hadn't talked about it on the air. I didn't think he was going to be the manager when when they won a world series and you didn't either. We thought that he was here for the rebuild. Mm-hmm. And then they would probably bring in someone else. I mean, I've already heard names like Joe Madden and Bruce Bochy thrown around, you know, for, for Bochy, the next Ranger. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, he did was... beat the Rangers
1: in 2010 for a World Series. <laughs> yeah. But we all know how, how the mad scientist Joe Madden can be. Yeah, And and and, and look, don't kind of harken back into the analytics and stuff and about the young players. It's hard to be analytical in every decision you make or yeah. almost every decision. Most decisions, I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Most decisions you make when you have a team that is not proven. Now you can talk analytics with a Marcus Simeon and that Nathaniel Lowe, you know guys that are that are seasoned and but even Adolis Garcia, I I wouldn't get too analytical with him because mm-hmm. the track record's not there. So how do you get analytical? You know what I'm saying? So yeah,
0: and they kind of fixed him earlier this year when they told him to just go back to being himself instead of trying yeah. to change up his swing. And man, he's having another. I mean, I think he's a I think he's a piece that's going to stick around
1: now. Personally, Adolis, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in, remember
0: this was a make or break year for him. I'm not saying he's been the best player ever, but I think he's made it. No, nah, he's, he's
1: hitting 255, which we would have been, I mean, we'd say yeah. at the beginning of the season, we'd be fine with that.
0: Yeah. And he's got what? 19 home runs, 19 20 home runs, runs yeah.
1: 73 RBIs. I mean, he might have a hundred RBI by the end of the season. Yeah. He's, so. he's on pace to do and that. For Chris sure. Halleck, if you're listening, which I talked to him the other day, it was nice. Um, oh, did you? Cool. Yeah. RBI. He, he's against the RBIs. Yeah, RBI. I am too. I say RBI. Yeah. Yeah, I've always said RBIs.
0: Well, there's I mean, it's, I mean, this is semantics that no one cares about, but it's, it's run analytics. It's runs batted <laughs> in. So if you say RBIs, you say runs, right. batted ends and runs you know, batted ends. but I mean, RBIs yeah. is acceptable <laughs> across major league baseball and all baseball as well. But I've, I taught myself years ago to say RBI. If you notice, go back, listen to the podcast. I always say RBI because yeah. I, I I got to thinking about it. And as a teacher, I just couldn't, say an initial that meant RBIs, you know, runs, batted it ends.
1: I just couldn't do it. So, And I'm supposed to be the writer, so I should be saying it right. And yeah, it, one, one thing I'll give credit to, to Woodward for is the development of one young player, and, and it, of course it was his old position, but Jonah Heim is has really developed. He's a he's become a really good defensive catcher. I think yep. he was an all star snub, snub yeah. by his oh, yeah. former snub by former teammate Jose Trevino. Yep. Uh, which I'm not going to come. I mean, I'm not complaining because it should be Jonah Heim, But if there was somebody he'd lose that spot to Jose Trevino, would be my my hopeful. But yeah, Jonah's at, at the plate hitting at 250, 13 home runs, 40 RBIs, and he the pitching staff loves him. I mean,
0: yeah. So and I mean and, to be honest with you, I think the main Rangers made the right choice in giving up I Trevino and keeping him yeah. in the long term. Both of them are having a great season. One in New York, one here. But I think for the long term, the
1: Rangers made the right decision. Yeah, and, and, and Heim's a switch hitter and he's got more pop. Way more pop. So, yeah, way more pop. But yeah, I think I think Woodward had a, a, a huge influence on him behind the plate and maybe uh, Jose Trevino too. You could say he had a huge influence on him last year and that's what's helping him have success. So maybe, you know, yeah. Woodward's a catcher. He knows that position. We know that for sure. But um, unfortunately he, uh, and then now, now we'll get into what I was about to mention earlier. And I stopped myself Is it's, and you said it a minute ago, it's, it's hardly his fault. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can, we can sit here and talk about the decisions and all the analytics that he puts into it, into each decision instead of just going by baseball field. But he was given nothing. I mean, he was given a team that was on the downslope with an aging, aging core, and then they scrapped the aging core, gave yeah. him a whole bunch of young players. He had nothing to go with last year. Yep. And so this year it's like, okay, if we can get to 75 wins, I'd be happy to have him back. Well, we're not even going to get to see that. So, yep. I, but it, I, it, and I was thinking about this earlier, and this is going to make a whole lot of people happy and make probably John more upset, but um, if there's somebody that the ax falls on this, It's it's John Daniels. It's 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 John Daniels. And I have had a couple of people say, well, Chris Young should go too, because he made, you know, it's his first full season for full real season as the GM. So I think if if things don't improve quickly, not quickly this year, but as if if next year things are not in the contention window, if that contention window has not opened next year. Then, then we can go back and and we can obviously hark on John Daniels, but also Chris Young and and see what happens in the front office from there. But uh, it certainly wasn't Woodward wasn't given. I I just don't think he was given a fair shake. No, what I'm saying
0: no. And I mean, I agree with you. If the Rangers are hovering around 500 or below this time next year, then we have a real problem. Then we right. have a real problem because we know. I mean, they're gonna they they proved last season or last off season, they're not afraid to spend money. And right. we know they're going to spend money on pitching this off season. They have to make good choices. They have to get guys that are the right personality and they have the right tools to bring this team to the next level. Because I mean, if you look at it, that's really what it is. How many games do you see where they have a lead going into the late innings and they blow it because pitching can't hold it. And Partially, that's not their fault. They've been overused like crazy this mm-hmm. year. You know, guys like Dennis Santana and Brett Martin. You know, it's just been overused like crazy. I think we may have found a possible future closer. You know, in uh, Cla- uh, not Claudio, <laughs> Alex Claudio's back. Yeah, Alex Claudio. <laughs> now I feel like Emily Jones when she said uh, Alexi Ogando when yeah. AJ Alexi was called back up. <laughs> uh, oh good yeah, Jonathan Hernandez. Thank you, you very much. That. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the name I was trying to say. <laughs> I'll, I'll try that again. So the Rangers may have found a closer in for next year for Jonathan Hernandez, as there you, you know that's his name in case no one knew that. I didn't, but now I do Don't Jonathan wear it Hernandez out, Don't wear it out. <laughs> Jonathan Hernandez, possibly, but you know even not, I mean, what an eighth inning setup guy if they go out and get a closer, so this team is coming together. I mean they're gonna win twelve to fifteen more games than they won last year, and that is an improvement in my book,
1: yeah, it is, and then hopefully next year fifteen more games in this year, so. Uh, and I think, yeah, I would like to go get a bona fide closer. I don't know if yeah. you have to, I haven't looked at what the free agent, the pending free agent market looks like in that, in that regard, but no. you may have to trade for one, which you've got the assets to do. You do. And then uh, not just, you know, Hernandez could become your eighth inning guy or and Jose Leclerc is your seventh inning guy. So yeah. that's another guy that's, those two coming back this year is, is very welcome. And as we, as we are speaking right now, the Rangers just took a 2-1 lead. Oh, did they? Yes. As oh, Bubba they sure Thompson did. Singled, stole second. Oh, I'm sorry. Bubba, Bubba Thompson singled and drove in Laoti. Okay. So, ha, let, let's switch to that then. The the
0: young guys who have been coming up lately have been productive. I know Cole Reagans had a bad outing his last time, but he looked really good very difficult against lineup. a very difficult lineup, but he looked really good against a very difficult lineup in his first line, in his first uh, pitching in his first start, thank you. I can't. I can't think of words tonight. In his first start, because it's you like, remember, you remember like the White Sox were like pounding left-handed pitching, mm-hmm. and Cole Regan's came in and did a fantastic job with them. Uh, and then Bubba is really coming on here lately. So mm-hmm. you know, other than someone you know interfering with his home run, which he should have had. You know, Bubba (laughs) Bubba has been playing really, really well so far this season. And these guys are starting to are starting to show, you know, the guys that we were hoping would come up. I think you're still going to see. I mean, Josh Young right now
1: is tearing it up at Triple A. Yeah, he is, and that's that's a that's a welcome sign. And it was just a week ago that Bubba was actually hitting below two hundred. Yep. And coming into the night, he's in the two thirty five. Getting him on base is paramount. Oh yeah, paramount, paramount, and letting him use his wheels. He's got three steals so far. Yeah, Josh Young, just leave him down there. Let him let him rake. Wait till uh, September. Well, yep, it's coming up. September's yeah, coming up, and so we'll see what happens there. But he might be major league ready but he needs every day bats right now. Yeah,
0: so they got they got a the decision to make on uh, for 40 man roster on Colwyn because oh, wow. he hasn't had a fantastic season but they know the potential is there and he's pitched a lot better of late mm-hmm. than he did there through through June and July he really was having a rough go at it and he was just walking way too many batters. Mm-hmm. So you know they got a decision to make on him because if he doesn't go on the 40 he's rule 5 eligible he'll be gone.
1: And another so, one that was on was left off last year. Who's now on is Bubba. So, yep. yeah, it's going to be the 3 man deal is going to be so interesting. And I, I just think we're starting to those answers that we we talked about. We we know you're you're good up the middle. Yeah, we wanted to see an answer on Nathaniel Lowe. We're getting that. We are. Um, I have been very impressed with him this year. His defense can still improve, but his yes. defense has actually improved from last year. Yep. So. He can still get better, hopefully, in that regard. But I've been very impressed with him. Third base is actually wide open. So Josh Young, you know, Ezekiel Duran, and and Josh, Josh Smith have not claimed it. And honestly, it's going to become interesting with the outfield. Because if yeah. Ryote keeps doing what he's doing the rest of the season, Bubba keeps doing what he's doing, Adolis keeps doing Adolis things. Josh Smith, Ezekiel Duran, where are they going to be?
0: Yeah, because uh, the, the plan was to have them learn the outfield. Because their infield spots were taken, and now all of a sudden their outfield spots might. And don't forget, Eli White is still coming off Eli the White at some is point. not
1: there. Yeah, Eli White's not there. But yeah. that's a guy. That's a fourth fourth outfielder. To yeah, but
0: that's on. what I'm saying. For Smith or Duran, I'd rather have Eli that, White yeah. as a fourth outfielder than yeah. Smith or Duran.
1: Yeah, you don't want if you're going to take one to be the fourth outfielder. You definitely of those three, it's definitely Eli. So that yeah. means that right now, see, Josh Young keeps tearing it up, and he stays healthy, and he comes up, and he does well. They're going to give him the job next year. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, that means Josh Smith and Duran go back to AAA or get traded. So, yep. And I don't
0: know if you saw, but they've been working him at first base as well. Uh, And uh, Young, Josh Young. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Young. They've been working him at first base as well. So I wonder if that's sort of a health thing to try to keep him healthy or keep him on that side of the diamond. But I still think he's going to be your third baseman next year, barring another injury.
1: Right. And if it does, man, that's just bad. That's just.
0: If Shut it does, up. then I think that's probably strike three and you're out. Like they'll have yeah. to go somewhere else because if the guy's injured three straight
1: seasons before the season starts, that that's that's a problem. Yeah, the best ability is availability. So that is correct. No matter doesn't matter how good you are if you can't get on the field. And another one that we need we're going to have to talk about who's on the forty man. I don't think he's Rule Five eligible yet. But Sam Huff, what are you going to yep. do there? Because right, right now Jonah Hym looks like he's your catcher of the future. Yeah. Now, is Sam Huff going to be your backup catcher next year? Yeah. And he's still, he'll still get a lot of playing time, and he can play first, and he can DH, but then Mitch Garber's going to come back. Is he going to be your – I think he's your full-time DH with yeah. an, an emergency catcher designation. So what are you going to do with Sam Huff?
0: Well, yeah, and I'm kind of surprised – well, at first I was surprised that Valoria was here instead of Huff, but mm-hmm. I really think – They want Huff to catch every day and that's why he's not here because yeah, he could be up here in DH on the days he doesn't catch, but I really think they want Huff catching every day and that's why he's Mm -hmm. down in the minors and he is, I mean, there's really nothing else for him to prove at Round Rock. He's he's playing well. He's throwing runners out at a pretty high pace and he's just jacking the ball all over the field. You know, there's really nothing else for Sam to prove down there, but I think they want him to catch every single day.
1: Yeah, and the thing is with him is he can be a game-changing catcher. Yep. There's not a whole lot of those. There's never been a whole lot of those no. throughout baseball. That's just never been the history. Their their main job is to control and manage the pitching staff. Yep. But the guy brings so much ver- – I mean, not versatility, but so much of a difference-making ability yep. to the catcher position. That potential is there. Now, if he can tap into that next year, I mean, maybe we'll see next year he's – He's your number two catcher to start the season. Yep. Jonah's your number one, which we're not, I wouldn't complain one bit about that. No, no, Mitch neither would I. Your, Mitch Garber's your primary DH, Nathaniel Lowe is your primary first baseman, Josh Young's your primary third baseman, and Josh Young can play first in a pinch. Sam Hubb can play first in a pinch. And I and you obviously the middle up the middle, you're you're taken care of. And I that's just the way I wouldn't be disappointed to see that and maybe see. Sam Huff just flat out go out next year and take over and win the job on his own during the regular season. Yep, Because he's not going to be able to do it in spring training. He's not going to be able to do it this year because Jonah's done too much and Sam hasn't proven enough at the major league level. Thanks for
0: listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.